When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, it's a very warm welcome into Sky Sport and World Rugby commentator Ken Laban, uh, this time around from Redcliffe in Brisbane. Ken, thank you so much for your time. Super Rugby, by all accounts, judging by the text messages, people absolutely loved round one. What about you? What did you like about it and who impressed you? Yeah, well, I thought it was wonderful, especially the game in Dunedin, uh, the zoo, uh, the atmosphere, the singing, the chanting. Uh, the enthusiasm um, for it, and obviously with the students there and the right uh, um, and the right occasion, a lot of excitement. I think if you were looking for an example to get us all excited about Super Rugby 2024, what we saw in Dunedin, I thought was fantastic. That's the football aside um, from it. I thought it was a terrific uh, occasion, lots of lots of energy in the crowd, and um, I loved our Sky coverage and I loved the match. And, um, you know, if that's the sort of atmosphere we can replicate at all our games um, throughout the course of the year, then uh, that will only be fabulous for uh, for Super Rugby. But, yeah, but like everyone else, I thought it was a sensational opening to the 2024 season. And, and on top of that, uh, Ken, I, geez, I enjoyed watching the scenes from Whangarei too. Obviously, I don't know if – I think there's, there's a fair few Fijians that I know live up north, but I'd say a fair few travel too because there was uh, great support up there for the Drua and the Blues and the Drua, daytime rugby and Whangarei, we were always going to see a spectacle there, weren't we? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm not sure, you know, what that says. But ever about Auckland, Wellington and Christchurch, our traditional yeah. um, our traditional strongholds with the, the crowds and, you know, did I read that, you know, other teams outside of the Chiefs are looking to take games to Hamilton – um, as well, uh, but to see that in um, in Dunedin and to see that in uh, in Whangarei and the last Super Rugby game I did um, at Hawks Bay a couple of years ago, that was packed um, as well. So you know maybe that's an indicator of um, where we need to go in terms of back to the heartland and back to the support. Um, and I'm doing a, I'll pick a game this weekend down in Invercargill looking forward um, to that match um, as well so you know all I think we have to be innovative and creative with the way that we stage our games and trying to turn trying to turn the events into spectacles and make it a compelling occasion for especially for children and families to go to and any surprise to you that I guess the games we've touched on and of course the the one out of Hamilton I guess the the attitude that all the teams had and I guess we are talking about the New Zealand team so we're probably not surprised but there was there was entertainment everywhere you looked as far as those games go on the field Ken I thought the skill level uh, was quite incredible especially I guess headlined by that game in Hamilton but uh, as you've mentioned the the two other games in Dunedin and Whangarei I thought were, were pretty high high level stuff considering Super Rugby's had its uh, had its kickers uh, over the last few years. 
Yes, exactly. Well, the Chieftain Crusaders, and I agree with what you said a moment ago, um, Beaver. All the talk in the preseason was that they're going to be uh, going to be the two teams, and the fact that we got a chance to see them go at it in round one is just an indicator of um, of how good they both are. And you look at uh, the team. You know, the big question mark was always going to be for um, for the Crusaders. Um, with the quality players um, that they've lost outside of being a magnificent line-out forward. He was an extra forward coach, Sam Whitelock. And, um, you know, and in the case of Richie, uh, well, you know, there's been no other 5-8 in the history yep. of Super Rugby. That's won seven consecutive titles. So it was always going to be to state the obvious big shoes to fill for whoever was given the keys um, to the Crusaders. Uh, traditionally, as we know, the, there are two facts that we know about Super Rugby. One, the Crusaders have a monopoly on winning the competition, and two, they always start poorly. So um, it's a replication of what we've seen many, many times um, in the past. And as they say, it's not how you go at the start, it's how you finish that matters. Um, so really looking forward to that rivalry building between the Chiefs and the Crusaders. And, uh, you know, obviously the early win for the um, for the Chiefs, they've got the psychological advantage. Now, Ken, we've got our Goldie W Awards back on the program this year, which is like our version on the run home of the Dally M's. We allocate points to different players who played their hearts out across the weekend. Who were the names that jumped out of the page for you? Have you got a vote for any anyone or any two players that that were outstanding in round one? I like the look of... Um, Young Yogi Vuljun playing in the um, in yes. the nine jersey. I've um, commentated and watched him grow and develop through the junior grades and coming through uh, coming through Manawa too. Um, I thought he was. I thought he caught the eye uh, early. I know that TJ Pitanata, who wasn't in the team, but he kept in the development side um, later. So I think that's something. Uh, that's something for us to uh, us to think to think about. But I think the major talking point from my from my thoughts is this um, so-called mouth guard um, <laughs> thing and what a debacle that was during the Chiefs and Crusaders um, Chiefs and Crusaders game. And I'm not sure that the opening round of one of the elite professional competitions in the world <laughs> is the place to trial to trial new new things like that. And with Quentin Strange, who didn't get a head knock. And Anton Leonard Brown, who never got a head knock, being dispatched for HIA as a result of the equipment, is uh, to me very, very questionable. Yeah, apparently, a Bluetooth issue. They didn't connect their Bluetooth uh, to the uh, speakers properly there, apparently, Ken, is what we're hearing today. But uh, yeah, technical issues in round one when everything was so positive is uh, not what we need. Now, talk to me about this Hurricanes halfback because I only saw the highlights. Is he smaller than Brad Weber? Hey, I haven't seen it in a lot of him. He does not look like a big man. Bill Ewan. Yeah, well, he's an exciting young kid, Bill Ewan. Yeah. Um, very, very dominant at the age grade level. Uh, but it's a different step up playing at the level that he's at. That's why he caught that's why I caught the eye. Initially, I thought it was a very big step uh, for him, but he's a tough kid. He's competitive. He's got a good pass. He's got a good talking game. What he hasn't had is exposure at the elite level. Um, outstanding at his age great level, New Zealand 20s um, as well. But as you know, you know there are only kids playing in that competition. Yep. So seeing him step up smoothly in, uh, in the number nine jersey, an indication is that you know he's somebody that's going to be a serious professional over the coming years. Absolutely brilliant to have you on again, Ken. Lovely to chat to you. Just before we let you go, what are you doing in Brisbane? Uh, well, I'm coaching my Naha, my Nahawe Far Under 18 um, girls team that are um, – 
on a three-game tour of uh, Brisbane, unbeaten from two starts, and their final game is this afternoon. Great bunch of talented kids. Rugby Union, Rugby League, Touch Nipple, fabulous kids, and looking forward to it. Thanks, Kirsty, for the mention. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Ken. Send our love to your girls over there as well. And safe travels I'll back do home. That. Thank you. Cheers, Ken.